What's up, Agency Nation? Sid here with my handy-dandy cold brew, and I'm ready to welcome you to Agency Nation Radio. Today is the day, Agency Nation dudes, peeps, ladies, and gents. We are talking all things specialty. If you sell personal lines and you've ever wondered at some point in your life, maybe it was even at 11.32 p.m. when all of the lights were off and everyone else was asleep and you're racking your brain trying to figure out how to take over the world with insurance. If you've ever thought to yourself, how do I stand out in the personal lines market? then this is the podcast for you. I'd like to introduce you to the one, the only, Brooke McGuire, self-proclaimed national quarterback, coolest title ever, of Safeco Specialty Products. So you asked how I came to Safeco. Yes. Uh, I recently celebrated my 16th anniversary, uh, and I, I sold insurance before that, so I've uh, I've got quite a long insurance career, but I was only 10 when I started, so I'm still very young and, and, and youthful. That's Whoa, my story. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not that young, sadly, anymore, but that's okay. Uh, so I, uh, I've been uh, a lot of different roles with Safeco. Um, once upon a time, I was an underwriter, re-underwriter. I managed operations. Um, most recently, I was the marketing consultant for Southeast Region, which is uh, kind of a mix between marketing manager, operations manager, and programs manager. Um, back in November, uh, I had the opportunity to move into this role as the strategy lead for specialty, and it's um, based on the nine years that I spent as the underwriting manager for specialty products. So I've I've got more experience in specialty than anyone else in the company, I think, at this point. Mm. Uh, so I I am passionate about uh, specialty products, and not just for Safeco, but I think they're really amazing consumers for our independent agents. And that's part of what I want to talk to you about, is just helping uh, independent agents realize that everyone is fighting for the same auto policies um, in an increasingly commoditized market. And our agents tell us that they're looking for a niche to stand out from the crowd, and specialty is a great way to do that. Boom! I think you can tell why they call her the national quarterback of Safeco Specialty Products. Now, before we dive in any deeper and get into the nitty-gritty of specialty, let's set the scene. You've just sold an incredible auto insurance policy and home insurance policy to the most rad family. You are patting yourself on the back because you just made a nice chunk of change. Why even consider specialty? I mean, you just sold the Hakuna Matata policies, the auto and the home. That's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. The specialty products kind of feel like, you know, small extras. And they cover, for lack of a better term, the toys of the rad family that you're now working with. Why bother with them? I'm going to hand this ball over to our quarterback. But before I do, note that because Safeco works with thousands of agents across the nation, they're able to track aggregate trends in the data. So I'm going to let Brooke share uh, what some of those trends around specialty are. 
Safeco's been spending a lot of time developing products that are really great for agents that are easy to use, and it's my role to help uh, help folks understand the value of the products. So I'd like to address the first question first, which is it's a low premium policy. Why should I focus on it? And when we look at our household data across uh, broadly across Safeco, we see a 77% lift in average written premium per account. So if you focus on a household that has just uh, home and auto versus policies that have home auto specialty or just auto and specialty, for example, um, and it isn't because they're selling six more policies. You sell average another policy and a half. So household PIF goes from 1.7 to 3.1 per account, um, which results in a boost in retention. But it also means that they have higher value homes and higher value vehicles, which is where you get, um, go, instead of $2,200 written premium, you end up with over $4,000 of written premium per account. Mm. Other great thing it does, you see a four to five point lift in retention and three to four points benefit on the loss ratio as well. So our point is that the premium may be smaller if you go after the classic car or the motorcycle or the boat first, but when you package it all together as an account, you get a really fantastic high retaining uh more PIF per customer, more written premium per customer, better retention per customer, which is better overall for our preferred independent agents. Crazy enough, those aren't the only two reasons that Brooke gave for why specialty. Pay attention to these next two, because one of them is my absolute favorite. You may not look for that piece of business, but another of your competitors will. And they're going to get the classic car or the boat or the motorcycle. And then it's only a matter of time before they get your home and your auto and the BOP and the GL policy that goes with it. Agents need to remember that um, these specialty vehicles, even landlord policies, represent uh, something very special to the consumer. So that motorcycle is freedom to explore the open road, and that boat represents uh, having Saturday on the water with family and friends and the kids. Um, rental properties, you know, generate income that, that will provide for their retirement. And agents who really understand the lifestyle and the dreams that these, that, uh, these lines of business protect will separate them from a really crowded market of agents who are all fighting for the same home and auto policies. And frankly, as uh, some of the uh, direct companies continue to capitalize on the safe 15 minutes uh, and 15% of your premium on the auto policies, I think that people who have specialty vehicles are those who really value ease, choice, and advice, our independent agent superpowers. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I would point independent agents back to um, finding a place to differentiate themselves. And nothing says that I go after only the motorcycle policy. I use the motorcycle to get my foot in the door and get the whole rest of the account. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Brooke McGuire brought the fire today. Here's the thing. If you've listened, read, watched, consumed any Agency Nation content in the last six months, besides this podcast, you know that customer experience is at the top of our minds at all times. Defining both business tactics and strategy by the customer first. And Brooke just nailed it on the head. 
Okay, so let's say you're convinced. Somewhere in between these musical outros and football references, even though I'm a total soccer fan, you've now decided that you're, you're gonna go all in with specialty. How do you do it? <coughs> Brooke? That's a great question too, said. So a few different things uh, for agents to think about. One is their own personal branding. So if as a as a classic car consumer, and I'm I'm very excited about the my car, I want to do business with someone who understands it and knows how to insure it. Mm. Um, so many insurance agents, and this is my significant other included, he's an insurance producer, um, have business cards that say home auto business life, like many folks in our industry. And I would I would say that you have multiple business cards. Um, one that says I'm North Atlanta's classic car expert, or I am a I'm a boat expert, a motorcycle insurance expert. How you know whatever product it is that a person is very interested in, just pick a niche and get some um, some expertise there. Then get involved with a group. You know, attend uh, classic car shows and drive-ins. They happen all the time during the spring, summer, and fall. Go to boat shows, go to a boat dealership, motorcycle dealership, and cultivate the relationships the same way that you would with a mortgage broker or a real estate agent, a tax, uh, tax accountant, all of those. Um, other things that you can do is really get to know your existing clients and figure out where their opportunities are with specialty policies. They may have um, vehicles insured uh, directly with a carrier versus through the agent and then start asking questions, get the policy and ask for referrals to their friends and family who have the same types of vehicles. You can do that through marketing, branding. Um, Safeco right now has a um, a free specialty cross-sale campaign going on. We'll um, email out, or not email, we'll direct mail out to um, existing home and auto clients where we think they have specialty vehicles on behalf of the agent. So there's lots of ways to do it. It's I think the, the tricky part is figuring out what the niche should be. We're working on a series of uh, educational pieces for agents and we're in the middle of putting out new um, product brochures and sell sheets that outline the value of, of Safeco's products. But more broadly than that, educational pieces that would help an agent really learn the market. So you can go to Wikipedia and learn a lot about uh, motorcycles or boats. You can go to a local um, car show or a motorcycle dealership and learn a lot about them. But to get the real lingo, you need to have somebody uh, kind of clue you in to the, the cultural aspects of it. So in the near future, we're going to have a piece talking about the different parts of a motorcycle, for example. So when, when someone says, I've customized my bike, here's what it looks like. Um, our agents would be able to have an educated conversation and, and know what they're talking about, feel more comfortable talking about the motorcycle. That's amazing. That's amazing. So for example, uh, it is sometimes you can call it a rear passenger backrest, but it's also called a sissy bar. And you should know that, you know, if you're gonna insure those uh, for your customer. So if they've got custom paints on there, what's the value of the custom paint? Let's Let's talk about it. So um, lots and lots of great resources to come from Safeco. We, we take uh, our agents' needs definitely under, under recommendation. That was one of the things that I heard loud and clear from our agents was help us learn how to do this and do it really expertly. Yeah. 
So we've not only answered, and really when I say we, I mean really just Brooke, but we, 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 heavier quotes, have answered why you should specialty, how you should specialty, and, and some really tactical advice. But even having answered those two questions, sometimes it can be tough to get off the ground. You know, where where exactly should you start? There's always that, I call it the no-do gap. You know you should be doing something, but actually doing it, it just feels like you're climbing a mountain. So I asked Brooke one last question, which was, if you were going to recommend to an agent uh, where they should start first, to someone who's never sold a specialty product, but now was kind of interested in it, what would you say to them? You know, I think umbrella is the big opportunity for independent agents. Um, when I look at the number of customers, at least in our book, we we see one in four consumers has 250, 500 or higher. Uh, and the, the penetration of customers who have an umbrella policy there is way lower than it should be. So um, we're going to have a pretty big campaign running uh, in third quarter uh, to help independent agents and consumers take another look at the personal umbrella policy. And I'll give you a, um, a personal story here that'll kind of highlight the need. So my mom uh, and my stepdad were on a motorcycle we're a specialty family, as it turns out. Um, we're on a motorcycle um, last spring, and a woman ran a red light and uh, hit them. And she wasn't going that fast, maybe 20 miles an hour. And if she'd hit an SUV, it would have been a fender bender and no big deal. But because they were on a motorcycle, um, she broke my stepdad's ankle, and she snapped my mom's leg in, in three oh, different places. Like, it was yeah. a serious break, okay? Yeah. So she had uh, emergency surgery that day, um, and this woman in Georgia, um, limits don't have to be that high, right? But she had um, 5,100, I think she oh. had. Could have been 2,550. So my oh, mom's medical, I think it was 5,100. Mama's medical bills were... Just the surgery alone was more than the $50,000. Yeah. So uh, I, when you tell someone $500,000 sounds like a lot of money. And if you imagine uh, hitting a car with two or three people, four people, a family in it, and several of them are injured and they have surgery, and not just surgery, but um, recovery, scarring, um, lost wages, um, pain and suffering, loss of consortium and ability to perform household chores, all of that stuff adds up really fast. You can blow through $500,000 in no time, especially if there's a death or a significant or lasting injury. So to help folks think about the personal umbrella policy as not something that you consider if you're rich, but if you have a job, if you have a home, if you have retirement accounts, if you uh, if you travel, if you have kids in the household, if you entertain people, if you carpool kids, if you own pets, all of these different um, components of people not should have an umbrella but need an umbrella policy. Mm. So, you, yeah, go ahead. Say, but that's that's my mission for uh, third quarter is going to be bringing to life a, a robust social media campaign uh, and um, internally uh, for uh, for our independent agents as well. But I hope that uh, agents will take that opportunity across all their carriers and really focus on the umbrella policy and why it's so valuable. 
Yeah. What What do you think is their holdup right now? I mean, have you guys, and I know you're probably in the beginning stages of, of rolling this out, but any, you know, just any insight into just why? I think there's two things. It's always two things. But in this case, there's two things. Uh, I think that a lot of uh, agencies tend to quote apples to apples. So whatever a customer comes to them with, 100, 300, for example, then they quote exactly that in an attempt to see if they can save them some money. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think there's a big opportunity to tell consumers, you have 100, 300 now, I think you need more, you know, and present 500,000 with a one, two, three million dollar umbrella policy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing of it is a lot of, a lot of people are buying into the concept that insurance has to be cheap and fast for it to be good. Right. So if you spend more than 15 minutes thinking about your insurance and you've wasted your time and it bothers me that I spend more time picking a bottle of wine than I I might spend thinking about my insurance. Right. Um, So I I think uh, when an agent, depending on how they try to sell the policy, I think could end up sounding like they're just trying to tack on an additional premium, you know, to people who may think that they should be price conscious. Mm. That would be a fantastic marketing campaign is showing all the way, like, <laughs> playing off of the 15 minutes, you know, could save you 15% or more. Just things that you spend 15 minutes on, you know, picking out a bottle of wine, brushing your teeth, like, do hey, we you're, really want You're wanna... blowing up my marketing campaign here, <laughs> put it, Sid. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man. All right, you're in the wrong department, just officially. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that song I chose for the musical outros definitely had kind of a weirder ending than I thought it would. But anyways, totally off topic. So if you are totally, totally jacked about specialty products, next steps would be uh, visit safeconow.com if you're a Safeco agent, and you can get access to the educational material the scripts, the the how to talk, the specialty talk information that Brooke was referencing earlier in her podcast. Um, that'll help you engage your current clients and your prospects on why they should consider some of these policies, these additional backup plans, and um, and you know how to navigate maybe some of their reservations as well. If you want to go straight to the source, Brooke McGuire, the specialty product strategy lead at Safeco Insurance, her email is brooke.mcguire at safeco.com. It will be linked below, and all you got to do is copy-paste. And of course, I want to give a special shout-out to Brooke and Melissa Pelto, who is the Senior Public Relations Consultant over at Safeco. Uh, both of them joined forces on this podcast with me, and, uh, and they totally knocked it out of the park. So thank you guys for coming on and spending some time with the Agency Nation crew. To all the insurance agents still listening to this podcast, I want to throw an idea out to you guys. And this was something that I just randomly thought of as I was replaying the conversation between Brooke and I. What I've seen a a few agents doing, and not agents in any particular part of the country, and and really this isn't my idea, this is their idea. I just happen to be in the same room at the same time. Um, So all credit goes to them. Uh, One of the things I've seen a couple agents doing is using video marketing to help scale 
some of these cross-selling efforts. Because while it might sound like an amazing additional source of revenue for your agency, it also sounds like an additional investment of time. And time being our most valuable finite resource, we want to make sure that we spend it wisely. So what video does is help you, Mr. and Mrs. Agency Owner, be more efficient in your cross-selling efforts. Let me explain. Once you understand what to say, and again, that is really the domain of you know, a, a program like Safeco, um, like what Brooke has created and all the materials that they've created, that's going to help teach you what to say. Now you can set up a camera, you can create a video, and you can inject it into your, your already existing, pre-existing business process. So you don't have to individually pick up the phone and, and dial those digits and, and have those one-on-one -on -one conversations. If you're interested in that, Agency Nation and really, uh, I mean, Agency Nation University can help you with both the video creation side and figuring out how to leverage the right technology, the right tools, and uh, where to where to inject it into your business process. So my email is sydney at agencynation.com. Of course, you know Joey, joey at agencynation.com. I'm just going to lob that one out there and let you guys noodle on it. With that, I'm gonna let you guys go. And instead of closing us out with our typical hypey outro music, I am gonna play Brooke's favorite walk-off song. Peace. <laughs> so my go-to song, if I am gonna be on stage and I get played on stage with music, is always the intro to Shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs>